Welcome back to the Einstein Podcast. I'm John, aka the Relationship Advice Guru. Not a lot of instructions forthcoming, you know? Yeah, well, sounds like you're sad. Listen, Ben, girls is like horses. When you fall down, it's important that you get right back on again, on a different horse. And there's a lot of fish in the sea. A lot of fish. Penny saved is a penny earned. Yeah. It is Friday, April 9th. Hopefully you have an absolutely amazing day. As always, hopefully you had an absolutely amazing week. This week kind of flew by. Honestly, it was like just yesterday. It was Monday, it seems. And now we're already on Friday. It was a quick one. Quite the uh quite the quick one. Ugh, blah, blah, quite the quick one. That's too many too many of the same syllables <laughs> right next to each other. Even though they're not the same letter, it's the same like type of syllable, like that cuss sound. That fucks me up. I can't do alliterations, bro. I really cannot do alliterations like at all. My stutter will act the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, it'll just go crazy. It'll be pretty bad. I'll, like I'll seem like completely fucking illiterate. There's a lot of like the same syllables next to each other. All a lot of the same letter like next to each other. Like I will literally sound fucking illiterate. Like <laughs> it's, it's a rough one. Actually, my sister actually called me out on that. Uh, the other day, when we were on the phone, it was pretty late at night, and so, like, later on in the day, as my brain begins to wind down, like, that's when it really starts to pop out a lot more, and surprisingly, my sister had never noticed uh, that I stutter, uh, probably because I'm pretty decent at covering it up, <laughs> at least, like, during the day, and, like, normal conversations, that's why I say a lot, because, like, I can usually feel when, like, I'm about to stutter, and so I, like, hit, I hit, I use that, uh, the, ah, I, I say ah, to pause to like break up the sentence so that way my brain can my mouth can catch up to my brain or the other way around i'm not sure exactly how that works <laughs> but yeah she was like oh i didn't know you had a stutter why didn't you ever get that like you know checked out when you were in school i was like because it wasn't a problem when i was in school it's one of those things that's like has progressively gotten worse as i've gotten older but it's like as you get older there's less opportunities for you to get help about it. Cause like, you know, when you're, when you're in elementary school, like they have like, uh, like the English classes, it's not like ESL classes, that's English as a second language, but it's like speech classes. You, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like they, like they try to like help you if you do have a speech impediment. Uh, but yeah, when I was in fucking fourth and fifth grade, I was speaking like a fucking poet. Like, <laughs> well, not with like, you know, the finesse of a poet, but you know, I was just speaking fluently. I was normal. I was a normal human being. My brain started getting like fucking worse and worse as time went on. Honestly, at this point, I have no fucking idea how long I'm going to be alive. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's just like my brain just keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> oh, man. But hey, you know, you live through it. And actually, no, you don't. If you die, you die. <laughs> but the way I see, like the way I look at most problems anyway, it's like big problems. It's like, if I do die, right, then it's no longer my problem. <laughs> and if I don't die, then it really isn't that bad. So either way, it's a win-win, right? See, that is the best way to have confidence in life. Look at everything that way. If I die, it's not my problem. If I don't die, it's not that bad. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, besides that, though, pretty decent day. Actually, today was actually a pretty wonderful day, in fact, I must say. Uh, it was one of those nocturnal days once again, cause like yesterday I took a quite the early nap once again, but I am really like low key kind of beginning to like 
the nocturnal schedule of like, uh, you know, I mean, you're awake during the day, like the working part of the day, but you can kind of sleep in the afternoon and then wake up at night. Really enjoying that because it's like you can get a lot much more work done when like the entire world around you is completely silent, like not a car driving in the street, no one talking outside, no one talking in my house, like everyone is just silent and quiet and also my parents could sleep through a fucking tsunami so like <laughs> so like I, I i can record and stuff like that like pretty late at night without disrupting them also our rooms are literally on the complete opposite ends of the house uh so like you know there's also that and then when you have both doors like my door is closed and their door is closed combined with the distance it helps with like muffling noise and whatnot, but yeah, I could like get shit done, and just like talk, I could talk out loud, I can record, I can do all that good jazz, and just have a good old time, and on top of that, on top of that, so like, we have, uh, we switched from like Xfinity to DirecTV, like what, like two years ago, a year and a half ago, something like that, I don't know why, <laughs> I think because they wanted to like bundle like the cable and internet together, and uh, it really sucks, because DirecTV uh, uses AT&T internet, and AT&T internet is fucking garbage. And I would know because that is literally what I was selling. When I was doing door-to-door sales, I was selling DirecTV and AT&T. So I know how full of shit <laughs> all of it is. Uh, and so, like, because we're on direct uh, AT&T, like, main landline internet, uh, everyone else who's on DirecTV internet, like, on my street, like, we always technically share the same main line. So when everyone is like at home on, you know, their devices or whatever, the internet is fucking garbage. Like it is terribly slow. Like uh, towards like towards like uh, mid to late evening time when most people are like settling down for the night. Uh, but like after 10 p.m., 11 p.m., once everyone's knocked out, internet is blazing fast because you're the only person on it. <laughs> like there's so many positives. Uh, they come with, like, the nocturnal schedule. Like, I really want to, like, you know, like, fully adapt it, I guess you could say. Like, I want to make it, like, a normal schedule, I guess, for myself. But in order to do that, like, I, I need to wake up, like, significantly later. Like, about three hours later than when I woke up yesterday. Because yesterday I slept from, like, what, four, four to nine? About five hours, which is pretty decent for the average human being. Uh, but, yeah, if I can instead wake up at, like, 12... That would make shit so much better because then I would have like enough energy to actually make it through like the main part of the day, like the morning slash afternoon part. And when I actually have to like do stuff, I'd have like, you know, enough energy for that. And then I would sleep right in the afternoon, wake up later in the evening again. Boom. It's a beautiful cycle that we have going on. Uh, and then you so like, yeah, I wouldn't even like add three extra hours. I would just be shifting that entire like five hour block, like back three hours. So instead of four to nine, I would sleep like seven to midnight and that would also work like super well because then i would be awake to be able to feed charlie at six so yeah that could actually work out i don't know there might be a new thing nocturnal schedule we'll see uh but it really worked out today because since i was already awake this morning and today's like my uh well thursday morning is the morning i have my intro to network class at fucking 8 a.m and it's a physical class it's a actually go on campus at 8 a.m. Uh, and so, yeah, since I was actually up early and awake that entire, the entire evening, I was able to get, like, ready 
and stuff significantly earlier than I usually would, because usually I would wake up at 7, and then speed through all my shit and try to get out of the house at 7.30, which would never happen, and I would usually leave the house like 7.40, 7.45, which is why I have never been on time to this class once this semester, <laughs> like not once have I ever been on time to this class, but not like super late though, right, not like 20, 20 minutes late, nothing like that, because like that point, like there's no fucking point even going to class, like if you're, 20, if you're over 20 minutes late, like don't even fucking show up at that point, but yeah, class is like what, what class is 40, no, 65 minutes long, 75 minutes long, yeah, if you're already 20 minutes late, just, just don't fucking show up, <laughs> but like, you know, like, you know, five, six, seven minutes late here and there, not nothing too serious, but you know, anything after on time is late, it doesn't matter if it's fucking 30 seconds, 30 minutes, late is late, and yeah, I've never been on time to this class, but today, today that changed, today I left at like 7.25, fucking got to class, at like 7.50, a little bit before 7.50, dude, I was the second person in class, I felt so good, like, <laughs> it was such a flex, for no reason, too, because, like, no one fucking cares when you get to class, as long as you get there, but just the fact that, like, I finally got there, not on time, but early, like, that's just, that's just sweet, only took me, like, 80% of the fucking semester to do that, because, <laughs> like, the semester ends, in what, three weeks? And we only have three more classes we meet once a week. So, you know, it, it, it took me a while, but it's not, it's not how long it took me to get here. It's the fact that I got here. The journey, yes, is important, but the destination is honestly just a lot more important because you're finally fucking there. <laughs> and on top of getting there on time, because I had been awake for a minute, you know, my brain was already fired up, was already rolling. So I actually even outsmarted myself this morning, because usually for this class, uh, so like I would take my Vyvanse, like I wouldn't actually take it, I would just take it with me, and then like after the class, I would just go buy breakfast from like McDonald's or somewhere, eat my breakfast, take the Vyvanse, A-okay, good to go, but because, you know, I need to save money and be more, you know, uh, frugal, yeah, live a little more frugally, especially when it comes to like buying food, actually I don't even buy a lot of fast food. I just go to fucking Walmart way too fucking much, like, <laughs> but still, you know, you, you you cut costs wherever you can, uh, and so, how I outsparted myself was instead of taking the violence with me, I just didn't take it, <laughs> I just left it at home, because I knew I was gonna fucking take it, and so, if I leave it at home, that means I would physically have to go back home to take it, and so, if I'm already at home, I can just make breakfast at home. See, that's smart. <laughs> it, actually, it actually worked out pretty well because it, that it, it worked exactly how I thought it would. <laughs> I was able to come home after class, take the vibe, well, eat my breakfast, take the vibrance, then head out to go drive. And I actually got out on time. So it worked out really, really well. Uh, but back to my net, my voice just cracked. That was funny. <laughs> but back to the networking class uh, this morning. And so, uh, so in, in this class, right, uh, like I said, like the semester is ending pretty soon. So usually at the end of the semester, you have the final exam, but for this class, like there is a final exam, but there's another option where you can take the MTA. And if you pass the MTA, that counts as you passing the final exam. The MTA is the Microsoft, fuck if I know, <laughs> I mean, like, it doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter, and it doesn't, no. Uh, it's essentially, it's a Microsoft technical uh, certification. 
it's essentially a computer certification. One of the computer certifications you can get, except this one is more focused on IT and physical hardware, like server net networking shit. I mean, it makes sense. It's an intro to networking class. So yeah, that's what uh, the MTA pretty much covers. And so although that is technically optional, right? Like, so if you don't take the MTA, you would have to take the final exam. Uh, she just like expects that everyone was going to fucking take the MTA and see the MTA was fucking $97, right? <laughs> to, pay, to pay for it, to take the exam. And so like, I didn't want to take the exam one, because it did not apply anywhere to my focus, uh, for my degree. So I'm not doing it or anything physical in terms of networking, I'm going software, so like I don't fucking need <laughs> a physical technical uh, technical certification. Two, the MTA is being discontinued after this year, so really it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> because like I mean, sure you can put on your resume, yeah, I got the, I, you know I have my MTA certification, but like every other person that does not take the MTA this year that is still going to probably get a job in IT literally will not physically be able to have it on their resume. So that means it really can't be that much of a deal breaker because it's physically impossible for people to take it. Not like it wasn't a choice is they physically cannot take it because they were not able to take it anymore. They couldn't take it when it was still available to be taken. So really it's like the only reason you would actually take it at this point, at least in in, in our situation it's just so you don't have to take the final exam. Although, in my opinion, the final exam is going to be significantly easier than the MTA <laughs> because the MTA covers not only the stuff from this course, but also like 50% of the next level courses if you were taking, if you were focusing on network, whether that's IT or network security or anything like that. Uh, because I am not in that focus, I, for one, am never going to take those classes. For two, even if I was, I physically could not take those classes at the current moment because I would have to take into the network first. So therefore, we have to memorize a bunch of information that's not even applicable to this class in order to pass the MTA. So not learn it, just memorize it. Like, like all of that, just, it's like, that's just, that ain't it, bro. <laughs> I right, just take the final exam. Like that, that'll be significantly easier. Also, final exams fucking free. <laughs> well, technically, is it even free? I pay for the class. So I pay for the final exam. I'm not going to fucking pay for the final exam, then pay for another final exam. All right. That's that's double dipping. Nah, bro. Nah. Uh, but, but the last day for you to register for the MTA, I think it was like this weekend or something like that. I think it was Friday. This Friday, this upcoming Friday, which would be today when you listen to this episode. <laughs> Uh, and so she asked the class, like, who all has signed up for the MTA, and of course, everyone fucking raised their hand. I mean, there's only, like, what, eight, nine, eh, maybe ten people in there, because, you know, once again, COVID, so the class is split in half. Uh, and of course, I was the only person who did not have their hand raised. I mean, could I have lied about it? Yes. But at the same time, if I did lie about it, and I didn't take the MTA, I would look kind of crazy walking up in the class to take my final exam. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie about it. I'll, you know, I'll take, I'll take it a stride. I'll let them know I'm not doing the fucking MTA. And, but she, she didn't let that slide, bro. She did not. She wanted to call me out on it. She wanted to expose me in front of the class. 
because obviously I'm the only person who didn't raise their hand, and also I sit directly in the front of the fucking class, because I never fucking showed up to class on time, so the first day of class, <laughs> there were no more seats available when I showed up, I had to sit directly, literally directly at the front of the class, <laughs> so yeah, everyone could see that I did not raise my fucking hand, <laughs> and she was like, you know, I'm just saying you should really take the MTA, because it can be really useful, and also you don't have to take the final exam, not saying any names, my bitch fucking call me out bro, at me dog, like you fucking, <laughs> you know my name bro, I'm sitting right here, at me bro, just at me, expose me, say my name, first and last, shit, give my post, my fucking social security number bro, like, <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about bro, I don't know who you're talking about, talking about me, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid to admit that, but uh, I was not going to take that slight, bro. It was like it was like I take that disrespect, <laughs> and so I raised my hand after everyone put their hands down, and uh, she's like, "What?" Well, and I was like, uh, "So I took the MTA last year, so if I already passed it, then does that apply? Can I apply that for this semester, or would I have to retake the MTA?" And she was like, "Oh no! Like if you've already taken it, then you're perfectly fine. Just send me an email around uh, testing time." And, you know, we'll get it all situated and whatnot. Now, here's the thing about that, right? Of course, I did not fucking take the MTA last year. <laughs> I, I, I have no business in networking, so I did not take the MTA last year. But when it comes to computer certification, right, there's like this technicality, right? That, that, is, it, that everyone knows if you're in like the computer industry, I guess, like if you're, you know, professionally in uh, computers, like there's this technicality where like, you technically don't have to have a certification to say that you have a certification, right? Hopefully that makes sense. To break it down, it's like, I could put that I have, for example, the MTA, I could put I have an MTA certification on my resume without actually taking the MTA test because most employers aren't going to ask for, like, proof. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, you t technically you do get, like, a... A little PDF certificate saying she passed the test. I've taken certification tests for other different certifications in the past. Uh, I mean, not all certs give that, but I, I think the MTA gives you uh, a PDF like certificate, physical certification, or I guess technically it's a virtual certification. Uh, but yeah, no one's gonna fucking ask like, yeah, let me see your certificate of completion. Nah, you're just gonna assume you're not fucking lying. And the thing is, though, the reason why no one really does this is because if you put it on your resume, you better know that material when you go into the interview because they are going to ask you about stuff. Like, they're going to ask you about stuff that is based off of that material because you said that you know it, right? So, like, I mean, that's the thing about, like, technical interviews when it comes to, like, uh, the computer industry is, like, you can lie all you want on your resume, but when you physically get in there, you better know your shit <laughs> because they're going to ask you problems, uh, you're going to ask you hypothetical and theoretical questions. Like you, you should know you should know what you put on your resume. You should know what you said you know, essentially. That is why people don't really lie about the type of stuff on their resume. But in this situation, this is one of those technicalities where it doesn't really matter. Because, like, I'm not getting interviewed on any of this material. On top of that, I really don't need to know any of this material. <laughs> so, you know, this isn't really going to come back to haunt me in the future, you know, like, not actually taking the test, uh, and, like, on top of that, like, the reason why they don't 
ask in interviews like to, for proof of certification is because they don't really care if you physically have proof of it if you actually know the material, right? That's the whole point of that. And so in this scenario, it's technically the same thing, right? That That is why you can take the MTA instead of the final exam because in her like scale, I guess, if you can pass the MTA, then you pretty much, you got the material in this class. And so it's like, you don't physically need to take both exams, essentially. It kind of like covers both products. If you know the material, it's all that matters. That's really all that's important, as long as you know the material. And conveniently, I do have a 93 in the class. So, like, it really does seem <laughs> like I've taken this stuff before. Like, I know the content in this class. Uh, I mean, to be fair, it's really easy to have a pretty good grade in this class because it's like you only have two assignments a week, essentially. You have a quiz and a lab every single week. And it's like basic stuff. It really isn't complex, you know, computation, any of that stuff. I mean, it's intro class, right? Like, if, if, you, if you have, like, you know, a little bit of experience with, like, servers and stuff like that, you should pretty much understand it. I have, like, no experience with servers, but hey, the study guys she hands out have all the answers on them. So you just memorize that shit, you're bueno. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty pretty straightforward to do well in this class. Uh, but, but like, I was playing it up, though. Like, I was jazzing the fact that, like, you know, I've, quote, unquote, taken the MTA. Because, like, today in class, all we did was go over, like, an MTA review guide sheet, whatever fucking thing she gave out to us. That was, like, a billion fucking pages. And so, uh, I mean, it's a pretty early class. And so, generally, in early classes, people aren't really that talkative. They don't really want to speak up. And on top of that, like, the smaller the class is, the less likely people are to speak up because the more likely they are to be noticed, if that makes sense. Like, if you're in a really large class, people are more inclined to speak up because, you know, they can easily blend in and no one can see who said what. But in a small environment, a small classroom environment like that, if you speak up, everyone fucking knows who said it. So, you know, it, it like, in a strange way, disencourages, yeah, disencourages, <laughs> it disencourages people from actually speaking up in class. Uh, but I use that to my advantage today. And, like, all the questions that she was asking, at least the ones that I actually knew, <laughs> you know, I was speaking up. I was answering the questions, getting them right. Yo, she was fucking vibing with me, dog. Like, <laughs> she was actually fucking with me today. And it's funny because, like, she doesn't or she didn't fuck with me at all, like, before today. One, because, you know, I'm always a little bit late to class. And two, because I was late for the midterm because, like, that was during my bad karma week and all that like that whole traffic situation happened and I had to run to class. Yeah, so, like, she thought, you know, that I wasn't serious about the material. Despite the fact that, like, I did pretty decent on the midterm. So, clearly, like, you know, I'm halfway serious. Like, <laughs> I'm serious enough to, like, do well in the class. That should be good enough. It should be all that really matters. Uh, but after today, dude, she, she, like, she, she thought I was her fucking buddy, bro. Like, <laughs> she was chatting me up after class, talking about, uh, she was talking about, like, uh, my focus uh, for my major or whatever, and I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not into fucking networks, I'm doing software development, and she was like, oh, you should really consider uh, a minor in either, like, network security, because that'd be really fun, it relates to software development, I'm like, nah, bro, like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not interested, dog, I'm not interested, like, the fucking, like, fucking, like the salespeople at the mall trying to, like, get you to buy their stupid-ass fucking t-shirts, or the ones trying to get you to clean your shoes, like, hey, dog, you're cleaning your shoes, it's like, bro, he's just suede, dog, um, they don't need to be clean, also, these are vans, it's supposed to get dirty, like, 
Like she was just trying to convince me to like uh, to do a focus in networks and whatnot. And dude, dude, I, I was just gassed, bro. I was just gassed because like I just finessed the fuck out of this class, the entire class, bro. Finessed the entire class. All my classmates, all of me got finessed. <laughs> because for one, all of them just dropped ninety-seven bucks to take a test. Two, I didn't. And I get a free 100 on the final exam without taking either the final exam or the MTA. Like, bro, that's, that's that pure finesse, bro. That's that sweet finesse, bro. <laughs> I don't even feel bad about this one. Because, like, you know, sometimes you do something like this, you know, you feel a bit grimy. But, like, this one, I don't feel grimy about it. I don't at all. Because, fuck networking, bro. Networking freaking sucks. <laughs> and to be fair, though, like, a big reason why I actually do 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 pretty decent in the class is like uh what two three weeks ago i randomly got recommended on youtube uh, a video about uh server maintenance like physical server maintenance and like how to set up a server and like all that good jazz which is pretty much all the stuff that we were going over in this class or like the basis of what we're getting taught in this class and, like i didn't watch it for the sake of like the class i watched it because i was genuinely curious about the like, you know, about the information because you know like i mean i'm never actually probably ever gonna use it <laughs> because you like i said like it's, that's not the field i'm going into but you know it's it's cool to know stuff i like knowing things i like knowing a bunch of random stuff because like you never know when you're actually gonna need it right because like imagine this you know hypothetical scenario it could happen but hypothetically speaking right we're in a store and then all of a sudden their servers go down <laughs> Their servers go down, and then because their servers are down, their POS systems don't work, so now they can't actually do any sales or cash anybody out, so now they're not making money, and so, like, in a moment of distress, the manager, maybe the CEO, if you're feeling that, you know, feeling that crazy, the CEO comes out, and he stands up on the counter, and he's like, anyone, does anyone here know how to, like, maintain a server? <laughs> Does anyone know how to clean up or restart or fix a server or debug a server? And while everyone is looking around in confusion, you emerge from the crowd with your hand raised like, yes, sir or ma'am. It could be either one. Yes, sir or ma'am. I do indeed know how to fix a server. And you go in there and descend to like the, the server room and you fix the server. And they're like, oh, that was so cool. Are you an IT person? And then you're like, nah, bro. I just know how to do it. And see, that's, that, that's the sweet part about it, right? Because like, if you are an IT person, then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, this is what I do every day. It, it just ruins it ruins how impressive the feat was. But if you're just like, yeah, nah, bro. I just know how to do it. Like, that's just, that's just badassery, bro. Who just knows how to fix a server? Well, I guess probably a lot of people. <laughs> But, you know, now I can say that I'm one of them. That That's a pretty good thing. So that's good. That's a good community to be a part of. Actually, the fucking community, the computer community. That's a, once again, too many C's. <laughs> the computer community is actually fucking toxic as hell. So, you know, not really a great community to be a part of. Actually, nah, nah, it's fucking toxic. It's toxic. It's not even like super. It's, it's elitist. Like the computer programming community, I guess you could say. There's a computer community in general is very, like, very fucking elitist. Or it's, like, newcomers kind of get, like, talked down upon by, like, old heads, I guess. Or people that know their shit. 
just for because like the newcomers ask questions. You see it a lot. Like, uh, like if you ever program or needed any computer help in general, and you've had to use Stack Overflow, you see it a lot on Stack Overflow. Stack Overflow is like. The fucking answer to all your programming questions. <laughs> like, no one actually knows how to program anymore. Everyone just goes on the fucking Stack Overflow. Like, that's just how it is nowadays, I guess. But, like, you'll see all the time on Stack Overflow where you see, like, a, someone with, like, either a new account or they're asking a pretty basic question uh, about a language or whatever. And then the reply would be someone being like, well, you should fucking know more about this or maybe research this a little bit more, Google this a little bit more. It's like, bro, that's exactly what they're fucking doing. They're asking people. They're, they they want to know about this stuff. You're kind of being a dick about it. Like, <laughs> I guess, I, I guess uh, it's just, to be fair, it's a lot of communities, though. Not just, like, the computer uh, community. A lot of communities do have a lot of, like, gatekeepers. Like, people that have uh, been a part of the community for a while, consider themselves, like, the old guard. And then they don't want to let newcomers in. Which is really fucking stupid, because that is how you kill a community. Because when a community does not grow by adding new people, it dies as people leave. Like, that's, that's how you kill a community. That's not how you grow a community that you actually have passion for. If you have passion for a community or passion for a craft, you should be happy to have people want to learn about it. You should be open to sharing your information to the next, uh, next up-and-coming people that are coming up behind you. Because it's like, that is how you, one, evolve the community and evolve the craft as you have new minds looking at the same shit that you've been looking at. It gives you new perspectives uh, on stuff that you, you may not have seen because you've been looking at it the exact same way for the last 5, 6, 7, 17 years, right? Uh, on top of that, it, 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 it builds, how can you say, it, it, it builds a foundation for the community, I guess you can say. It's like, it's like a, a constant farm, a constant cycle of people. Right. If you constantly have people coming in uh, as people do, you know, eventually leave or, you know, maybe stop caring about uh, computers that much or stop caring enough to actually respond to stuff on Stack Overflow. Uh, there's people that are there to kind of fill in that gap. It's like, you know, it's like a hierarchy keeps getting moved up as new people keep coming in and old heads keep leaving. And eventually, if you keep gatekeeping new people and keep turning them off to joining your community, after a while, there will be no one left to care about your community. And then the thing that you cared about the most now has no one else supporting it or no one else working on it. And you ask why? Why does no one care about this thing anymore? It used to be so popular. It's because you're a fucking dick. That's why. <laughs> Stop being an asshole. Be nice to people. Be kind, be generous, share information. Information should not have a price on it. Just like you got the information probably for free or for an overly absorbent price at a college doesn't mean someone else shouldn't get it for free, right? I mean, like, I think it, it for me, I guess this is like, I learned from books because like when I was learning like uh, web programming, YouTube wasn't that big of a deal. It kind of, I mean, it kind of was popping off a little bit, but like it didn't have like a big scene of like a tutorial, like a big tutorial scene like that. Uh, so I was like, I was chomping out those big books, bro. I couldn't even understand half the shit in them, but I was just copy the code and see what it did and figure it out after that. Uh, so I didn't have to deal with like people gatekeeping because <laughs> I was just dealing with a book. But it's just like, honestly, seeing it now, it's just like, it's just, it just fucking sucks, man. It sucks. You see it so many places. Okay, we're going to stop talking about gatekeeping. <laughs> we're 
maybe uh maybe we'll do a philosophy of gatekeeping oh maybe perhaps actually on topic of uh can't talk about that you already been gone for 30 minutes Nah, do i want to talk about that no i won't i won't we'll save it we'll save it. a little teaser but like remember those haters i was talking about in the state of the podcast address yo those haters have turned into straight fucking bangers bro like, <laughs> like they like the like it's 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 oh John, please learn how to speak. It's it's turned oh okay, deep breaths. It's turned out pretty well from what I originally planned it to be, which is why I'm happy that I left it for so long and just keep re- kept revisiting the idea uh, and to keep adding on to it, keep like uh, shaping it, I guess, to become more of what I wanted, like the idea of what I had, and like I I've, I've hit that point. Over, I'm like, this is it. Like, this this is it. <laughs> and once I hit that point, I knew I hit that point because the ideas started flowing. Like, it was just like left and right. Everything was coming. I was having so many good ideas, so many different concepts. Been working on a bunch of different papers, I guess you could say. Scripts, maybe you could say. I guess a lot of breakdowns, a little bit of research here and there. But I'm putting in work on this one. I've been putting in work. And I'm pretty happy with how things are going. Uh, and it's all about to come pretty soon. So, yeah. Very, very soon, actually. Very, very excited. But anyways, if you enjoyed today's episode, if you enjoyed, if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, get a like, get a follow, get a rating, all that good jazz, let me know that you like it. Of course, if you do like it, share it with your friends because good friends give friends good things and what good, good, that. Good friends give friends good things. And what is a more gooder thing than a 30-minute podcast? That's the goodest thing in the world. <laughs> uh, of course, though, if you do want to follow me on social media, it is at Hat on Instagram and Twitter. But besides that, 8 a.m. tomorrow, same time, same place, every single day. And I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. I hope you finesse somebody today and get away with it too. Nothing illegal though. Don't do anything illegal. That's bad. Stay within the law. But have a wonderful day. See you tomorrow.